Welcome to Lions Radio Network, where the show takes you on a roaring adventure with entertaining and stimulating topics focusing on entertainment, sports, business, world news, along with many other topics. Whatever your interests are, you will find them right here on Lions Radio Network. Jess Messen Broadcast is hosted by Jess Fole, a visual artist from Baltimore, Maryland. Jess invites those who've inspired her to recount their tales of becoming professional artists and creators. Through sharing memories and stories, Jess and her guests relive experiences, discuss new projects, and foster new ideas, all while making sense of this crazy pop culture world we live in. Tune in weekly for a variety of guests ranging from musicians, designers, artists, and entrepreneurs who are actively creating the world around us. And now, it's time for Jess Messin Broadcast with Jess Full. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Jess Full coming to you live on Lions Video Network. Uh, this is Jess Messin Broadcast. We are here today, um, first of the month. You can tell from my level of excitedness that uh, that's always rough for me. <laughs> and I couldn't, here to support me on the mission today is my dear, dear friend, Brian Holroyd, who I've known for years and totally embraces my levels of mental. And uh, so he, he's here to uh, comfort me today. Brian is an amazing rock and roll stage manager. He's worked for some of the best clubs in the United States and is on tour constantly with different projects and bands and music. And it's kind of, we'll get into all of it. And Brian will tell us his story in a little bit, because this isn't really like a resume situation. This is just more of, I call this like, like road tales, you know, like let's just swap some stories and bring some smiles to some faces today, Brian. Hi, how you doing, Jess? About 10, 15 years, well, 15 years ago now, um, I was, you know, right out of college, I happened to land on the road with Tea Leaf Green. I started dating their manager that lasted for two years. You know, my start in the industry, you know, straight up, right place, right time. And one of those amazing people was Brian who we call B. Brian, because yep. Brian was working for the Biscuits at the time, the Disco Biscuits. <laughs> so he's B. Brian. And, uh, you know, fast forward 10 years, um, you know, I became the visual artist I am today. And when I had to do my Sexpose project, or not had to, when I was, you know, allowed to, or, you know, finally had a place yeah, for Yeah, I it. would Thank go more you. that way. Right? Like, ah! Um, choose your words, Jess. Choose your words. Um, Brian was instrumental in traveling this project. Like, I would not have been able to pull off this show without Brian. We'll get into that. And so, you know, there's a lot of love here. This is a super relaxed day. Brian, how are you? Hi. I'm good. Hi. I'm doing all right. Yeah, man. So tell us where you are. Tell us where you are and what you're doing. I'm in Indianapolis at the moment. I'm lucked out enough to have a day off today Um, in Indianapolis, though, so there's that. But (laughs) um, pardon me. I'm out with – I'm doing lighting for So You Think You Can Dance Live, the uh, 
it's the show after the show that goes around the, the country, shack. and we've got uh, we've got all the, um, the the top tenors and a couple all stars with us and whatnot, and it's actually it's really 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 well done. I'm I'm after so many years of doing rock and roll and whatnot, um, I'm really really enjoying getting back and doing some theater stuff, theatrical stuff and whatnot, you know. So um, I'm happy with the crew that I'm on, and uh, and the cast is real sweet, and. Uh, yeah, everything's kind of like uh, everything's sort of firing on all cylinders right now. That's so great to hear because Brian recently relocated out to Colorado, so we missed you on the East Coast here, bud. And um, yeah, you know it's it's always interesting to make like big leaps and you know to see where that finds you. So I'm glad to hear that you landed on your feet and have moved, oh, yes, and you're all like. Yeah, like you know, it's just like a lot to relocate, like especially to that. Oh yeah. <laughs> And Brian's it got a family was. and stuff, so it's it's not like throw your your stuff in a bag and go. Like well, for, I mean, I did for, that at first, and then you know we had yes, six months did. to work it all out. So, uh, but the fam moved out with me uh, over the, not last summer, but the summer before that, and um, you know it was great to have everything back together again and whatnot. So you know, um, but yeah, it wasn't easy. I mean, that second time I drove a car. I, I well, I let's see, I drove <laughs> back to Jersey. Um, mm. I had to trade in my, I had to get rid of my lease because at the time my lease was expiring. So I got rid of my lease and then on the same day sat there and bought exactly the same car two years, you know, or, or uh, you know, with 20,000 less miles, got in the car, <laughs> drove to Colorado with a boat tied to it, got in a plane, flew back to Jersey, uh, just outside of Philadelphia at the time. Um, and then I got into a truck, loaded the truck up <laughs> and took the truck and bagged across the country. <laughs> I made that drive like three just times like some... of. This is literal like rock and roll moving right there because I will tell you oh, yeah. one thing. About, I mean, one thing about yeah, like one thing about my friends that are like part of this, like they think nothing of driving back and forth cross country. Like it I remember, happens. yeah, like I remember when Sauce and I were dating, like he'd be like, "Yeah, I made it in two and a half days today," and I'd be like, "What?" <laughs> like it was always like this. Like, I'd wake up, and he'd be, like, in California, and I had just seen him in New York, and I'd be like, what just happened? Like, crazy. Yeah, exactly. Hi. (laughs) All right. So, okay, let's, like, take a trip down memory lane, man. Um, All right. Scare me. Let's go. I I know. I'm like, (laughs) I can't. I want to ask you this question. When did you remember meeting me? Like. I know, because I feel like it's kind of all of a blur. Like New York City, those days were kind of outrageous. Yeah, no, we were in the city for sure. Um, I don't remember some of the tie-ins. Um, I remember I don't either. When I finally put two and three together and got seven, because you were like, <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, no, we've been hanging out for two years already, and I'm like, oh yeah. I'm that guy. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I think it was just like, okay, so the one really cool thing about when, well, I mean, like the era of New York City when we were like in and out of there, like Brian's worked at Brooklyn Bowl. I'm connected to Brooklyn yep. Bowl, like in, in, the, in the first few five years. You got, a, you, and, got one of your, you got one of your paintings sitting there backstage last I remember. I know, dude. And, yes, it is. It's still yeah. there too, and I and I geek I geek face like every time I see like some musician take a picture behind it like with it behind them yep. I'm like oh that's so crazy so um 
Yeah, so, well, that was the piece that I did with uh, Michael Weintraub. That was the collection. Yeah, so that was, that's a really cool story. So um, Michael and I did that collaboration, and then we did the show at Bowl Live, and I did three, I painted three of his, his, I blew up three photos of his of Soul Live, and then I, like, pop art painted that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And at the time, I was, like, teaching myself where colors went and stuff. And I was using uh-huh. Michael's photography to do that. And Very cool. This is before yeah. you're gluing things to other things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things to other things. For real, right? That's well, you the know, polite way to put it. Well, you know, radio. <laughs> yes. Touche, my brother. Touche. Um, yeah, and so, like, it was so cool because the Peters, um, Peter Costello and P- Peter Shapiro, and, like, and they... Shapiro, yeah. Yeah, and Shapiro. It was really all Costello's doing, and Costello was like, yo, this painting is literally the view that you would see of Soul Live if this wall wasn't here. Like, exactly. well, like, he... Yeah, he got super heady on it, and he went to Shapiro and was like, we need this. And that was really one of the first big, big – that was literally my first, like, big, huge celebrity sale. Like, oh, that was so unreal great. for me. Yeah, so, so, like, awesome. I have such time of everybody. Like, that was – and not just for that, just for, like, all the experiences and stuff. It was just too crazy. Too crazy awesome. Yeah, well, when the Pete's call you on the phone, you answer it. And when the Pete's talk to you, you do what they tell you. <laughs> Pete Shapiro, Shapiro emailed me back once, and I almost, like, just died. <laughs> like, died. Uh, yes, it was ridiculous. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, oh. Hang on. I got it. I'm losing you here. Jess? We were. Hello? Yeah, hang on. Hi, can you hear me? This is what happens on live radio. Yeah. Fantastic. I was sitting in the exact same spot for the entire time. I got full bars, and then all of a sudden it went to chop. (laughs) You absolutely cannot move. While doing this radio yep. show, that is no, no. I was sitting in the same spot. <laughs> I, I believe you. I believe you. Okay. Okay. So where were we? Long story short, Brian and I have known each other for a ridiculous amount of time, and so it was three years ago. I think I did Sex Pose with Music Is Art, and the Goo Goo Dolls headlined the festival, and I was the visual art gallery headliner that year. And yeah. so I called Brian and was like, okay, I have this ridiculous project. I have to transport 20 mannequins or, you know, and we ended up, I think, taking like 15 to Buffalo, New York from Baltimore, Maryland, which if any of you have never done that drive, you literally go up and down mountains for five hours. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's, I mean, and some of those no- roads are in really bad shape, too. <laughs> Yeah, it was not it was not cool. And I was like, There's there's no way I can handle this. So I called Brian and I was like, I straight up need your help and and the kicker though, mannequins are installed and drilled onto cinder blocks because we literally have to unload this show for 
and then reload it and take it home. It was just a one day show. Yeah, and they were they weren't light either. I mean, you know, and and so to to be able to to get them to not only transport but um also to to uh to live through the event and whatnot, um you know, and in 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 a safe way. We had to we had to do some uh some quick altering, I think. Uh but they all made it. Yeah, I mean, it was like an epic, epic collection because it was literally everything I could find glued to glued to mannequins. So the mannequins were all mixed media. They all had all this like three dimensional stuff. A lot of them were huge, like had wings coming oh, off yeah. of them, and like you know, mini Victoria's Secret fashion show, but just you know, all sexual fetish related. And so Brian is like, a- go ahead. I was going to say, it might have been the lightest truck I ever drove. It might have been the lightest load I've ever driven in a truck before. But at the same time, it was the most uh, challenging one just because of the media itself (laughs) that that we were trying to get through, you know? Uh. (laughs) I'm, I'm like, really flattered by that. That's how, like, sick in the head I am. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, that project was. Man, I had so much fun on that. I had so much fun on that, and it was it was great to break off from doing what you know from again like I'm doing with this like I'm doing a dance tour right now like I mean it was it was just really cool to to break off and do something different and not have the same old same old even though every day is different for 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 people like for for people like us and, and what we do um you know different places different cities different people you know different challenges from room to room and whatnot and uh, but doing an art install was completely 180 degrees around from where I was at that point in time in my life. And it was so much fun, Dustin. I really thank you for, for including me in it. Uh, yeah, no problem. (laughs) Because like Brian got in this truck and like literally boy scouted, cub scouted like these mannequins (laughs) to the inside of this like 18 wheel truck. And we drove this thing up and down the mountains. I sat shotgun literally like probably one of like well, it was a the Penske. more i mean don't don't give me too much credit it was only a, like a 26 footer <laughs> okay yeah and like it probably was like some of the most quiet like one of the most quiet trips i've ever taken like i just sat there and was like okay <laughs> <laughs> what's that sound what's that sound what, I don't I was like, no, it's, it's fine it's fine you're like it's fine you it's just fine. stop <laughs> You well, there was a couple right times now, I had to white knuckle it, man, because of that. Like, I think we were going through over Pennsylvania or no, something like that, and uh, and the truck was sort you, of like the, the way the pavement and the road was, and there was a storm in the there, pitch. so we were kind of yeah, yeah, we kind of were popping up and down, and I'm like, I'm just really <laughs> trying not to get the same rhythm here because if we do hit the same rhythm, that's when things start moving. We don't want that. <laughs> yeah, at that point, I just totally checked out. I was like, wake me, like yeah. just. You know, oh, I, I think I woke you in Syracuse <laughs> or something no, like that. Yeah. It's like we were on Thruway. You're like, oh, I wait a minute. Not, I like this song. <laughs> I did not fall asleep on this trip, people. I just like no, put my brain. I imagined, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just put out. my brain in like another Standby. universe. Yeah. I was like, bye. It was just a vessel sitting there. So, okay. Brian, explain to us, though, like one of the reasons why. I wanted to have you on is because for me, I've worked in very many facets of music and entertainment. Yeah. And it's so important for me to kind of acknowledge all the efforts 
that go in on the show, you know, like it's so easy to forget that you buy a ticket and you go see the rock and roll show and it's like four guys up there playing music. Like there's so much more that goes into pulling off a show, pulling off a band behind the scenes. So explain to us kind of what your role as, you know, stage manager, um, you know, all that well, good stuff. Actually, explain um, to us what that is. So, well, actually, I'm not really a stage manager uh, often, but when I would be stage managing, it's uh, basically you're just trying to interface with the crew and um, and with the venue uh, to try and make sure that everything's going to go off, uh, you know, according to, you know, to in a timely fashion, and that that um, you know all everything's been put together in a safe safe manner, so that you know your talent can kind of roll around, and there's a lot of coordination that goes on with that. Um, Normally, I do. I'm an audio and lighting engineer. Um, so, in, but in the last uh, the last two gigs that I've been on, like you said, the New Kids Cruise, um, and then this one right now, I'm I'm a master electrician, which basically means that I'm in charge of getting um, of my lighting crew and making sure that everything is installed properly for the day and then rolls in rolls out and then you know delegating sort of or, or or doing my or doing maintenance work or you know like last night not last night we were off yesterday the day before that uh we were in evansville indiana and i had a fixture that was you know like a moving light that was misbehaving and so uh, it was my job to try and get that fixture back in the middle of the show without interrupting the event so we managed to get it back once or twice, but it's you know it's just like it's going to get swapped out on the next gig, but <laughs> but that's yeah. basically how this this kind of goes with this you know with um and audio when I'm doing the audio a lot of it's the same way when you're on the road it's you know the, the gear comes off the truck you put it together um you sometimes you're carrying your own PA sometimes you're only carrying your own monitor rig um so basically the idea is just to be able to translate all that information from the microphone to the stage or to the house and whatnot. And so what you end up doing is with, with both sides of it is, you know, as, as the uh, local crew gets the truck dumped and whatnot, then we start building. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, in the case of lighting, I'm flying trusses and, uh, and hanging, hanging fixtures and just, you know, trying to get the working out with the local crew in that case. And in the case of audio, generally speaking, um, you know, you're just getting the, you're getting the consoles up and running. You're doing all your wireless work, um, you know, and, and and just pinning out microphones to stands to cables to to boxes to to the main trunk main trunk, and then uh, you know, band comes out, does their thing, and hopefully everything worked the way it did the night before, and uh, you go on that way. And when it does, goes you off without a hitch. Yes, so ma'am. Absolutely. Yeah. So basically, what, was, what you're saying. Line, you know, the greatest trick that Dever ever pulled was letting letting the world know he didn't exist. Like, so literally the people behind the curtain, that's what we're here today. And so literally what you're telling me is that the show would cease to exist without you guys. And, and, you know, not just guys, women, everybody. Oh, yeah. There's quite a, this is very gender neutral. (laughs) Definitely. And so, um, yeah. No, I use guys. That's just like, you know, a communal term. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, Well, you know, the band needs us, but at the same time, we need the band. You know, I mean, I, I don't know 100%. how to do anything else outside of this, but at the same time, and I, I guess I could figure out how to do something outside of the, the, the music world if I had to, but I'd really rather not. Um, but what I do for a living, <laughs> no. I need the artists, and the so artists hard. need us. 
to put it all together with them and, and to be artists in our own right, you know, and uh, and yeah, that's and totally it, how and, I've and always thought of it. Get that. That's that's how it. I mean, that's, I I like to think of it that way, and you know, and it helps us helps us move along. Like I said, I mean, I worked I worked real long and hard to be able to be the starving artist moniker kind of vibe, and I'll take that to the grave. You know, I mean, I've never really had a real job. I've never missed a mortgage payment, so I'm a happy boy. Might have pushed a car payment in a month or two, but. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's not even get into live, it. So. I'm not, I can't even handle it right now. Uh, yeah. But, no. <laughs> Let's redirect this combo. <laughs> Go for it. Um, you got? No, but it's true because, like, I, you know, ha- okay, let me get your thoughts together. So um, when I was working, you know, on the road and I was doing like fundamental things like video and I was learning about like lighting and audio and stuff. I never got like knee deep into it, but cause I was really focusing on the video stuff, but, and you know, then that moved into like marketing and PR and now here we are. But like uh-huh. when I was paying attention to all that stuff, that was something that was so obvious to me, like, and I'm grateful for having experienced and really learned and digested because when I go to a show, like for instance, I just was at Umphreys McGee and I said to our friend Bobby, I was like, yo, Bob, I love the colors he's using in these lights. They're different than normal. And he was like, yeah. yeah, And he was like, you're like one of those people that are like, and I was like, dude, it's all art. Like I love (laughs) all this stuff. Like I go home totally thinking about this and you know, I'm wearing their hoodie for the record. (laughs) <laughs> I, I wear their leggings all the time. Their merch is great. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they're on their, their, their merch game's tight. So, no, but, like, you know, that was something that, like, when I was living in New York and the clubs were small and our crew was, you know, for the most part pretty small in the sense of, you know, who – in the grand scheme of things, like we were really able to experience and teach each other and show each other kind of what our talents were. Yeah. Yeah. Like what our talents were. Now of our friends are, you know, like in the grateful dead or on stage playing arenas and whatnot, you know, like, wow. It's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. Well, it was a good little crew there for a while. I'm not going to lie. Like I always kind of refer to it as, like, you know, in a sense, like a graduation class, like between like you, yeah. me, Max and V and like there were a couple other people and like, you know, the musicians that we were able to really be able to like take in all the time. Like it was we, just we crazy. We lived life with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we really you know? did. Oh, look at sentimental. Tear. <laughs> and and we were so good at it. We lived to tell about it, too. That was that's. That so was far, the true talent. Yeah, so far. <laughs> so far, so good. So tell us about the new kids' boat, bud. Them girls are crazy. Um, I it was great. straight um, up so... warned you. I warned you and Max. <laughs> I told you guys. I was like, good luck with that one, boys. <laughs> oh, boy, let me tell you. So yeah, yeah, no. So what ended up happening was um, our friend Max um, uh, had gotten uh, a fill-in gig <laughs> working as their as their light designer, Max, and they said, "Hey, Max Blackman, Max Blackman. let's yeah. give him a shout out. What and up, they, buddy?" Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what city he's in now, but he's definitely been bouncing off and taking advantage of some time off. Lord he's been working really hard, so. I know. Um, he's gotten some great kids. Anyway, Max has so, Max has recently uh, done yeah, some so he cool EDM stuff on, in yes, Guns N' Roses. Yep, among what? other things, yeah, I yeah. think he was out doing. I think he's doing motet right now. I think, um, 
but anyway, uh, so he asked me to come on board and, and and help him out, and so I went to go and do that. And I mean, it was just you know we had we had a they had a concert set going on, so we did some stuff in the theater and the boat, and then we also had like this late night pop pop off parties every single every single night. That so we did some stuff up on uh, on the upper like on the pool deck and whatnot. Um, and they do the theme nights was, and that stuff was for four or five days. Yep, they did the theme nights. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, Just like uh, Jam Cruise, uh, right? Without man? even knowing it, yeah, very much like <laughs> that. Um, but very different from Jam Cruise at the same time. <laughs> I was gonna say, thank wait. God. <laughs> like, wait a minute, how is it even like Jam Cruise? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, you're on a boat in the Caribbean, and you've got a band, and you've got fans. I mean, okay, so that's that. That's pretty much where it stops being like Jam Cruise. Okay. Um, yeah. So with Jam Cruise, you have, you know, you've got so many different artists in so many different places doing so many different things. From a cruise standpoint, it's a nightmare. From a fan standpoint, it's like dessert after dessert after dessert. And you're just like, yeah. go, oh, my goodness, what am I doing? Where, where, where do I go? You know, this, this, you know, this overload of music, which is Yeah, I, sur- I survived but, Jam Cruise 5, so. <laughs> yeah, five, and then I had one more after that, and I, I, I yeah. In fact, I think I was still in for Cosmo. I did a whole bit with, uh, uh, with Popper and and Jay, DJ Logic, and everything. Um, but, uh, but well, so with the new we're just name dropping everybody cruise, today. We're name dropping. Yeah, I didn't even mean to. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what are you gonna do? Like that's everyone's like. You can't tell the stories without having the backgrounds, right? Um, you pretty much can. So. The, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so but with the New Kids Cruise, I mean, there was an event, and it was there was all these events, but it was that event was all that was happening at the time. So you could get uh, anywhere you wanted to on the boat. You had, the elevators were running. You know, you weren't trying to squeeze through everybody. Uh, yeah. Unless you were at the one place where that one where all those people were. So like, I mean, I, totally. I, I shot a picture of our of our sail off of our dis, of our yeah when, when we when we left the dock, man. I saw yeah. There had to be three thousand people on that deck, and not a single soul, you know, attendee, a single guest throughout the rest of the boat. <laughs> You're like, oh my goodness. So I think somebody yeah, talked like, about it being top heavy, and I'm like, it probably was. <laughs> totally. Well, that's like the one thing about Jam Cruise because Jam Cruise is literally a music festival at sea. So while there's something yeah. going on on like the main deck, then there's a band in the casino, and there's a band in the arena, and the you know, theater, so you can, yeah, yeah, absolutely. In the theater, and then you've got the onshore yeah. excursions and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, Excuse my language, but too, Jam Cruise but is a like, shit show. It's a great, great time if you haven't been able to go <laughs> on a Jam say, Cruise. Half the, crowd, half the crowd is still trying to, like, sleep last yeah. night off. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, so, treat yourself it, to that it, experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's, but at the same time, you're, you're, I mean, from, you're not really, I, I use the word captive a lot um, in regards to that, but I, just because of the fact that, like, you know, I'm trying to coordinate with, so many different artists and everyone's a sit-in uh, junkie and you know yeah, a wonderful true. musician in their own right and there's all the signings and everything that goes on and and so you're trying to and, and there's no cell phones because you can't there's no cell service at sea and whatnot and so just trying to track everybody down it's a nightmare for for uh, tour managers and things like that but that said we spent so much time touring a lot of our fan base um follows us around, you know, and whichever right. band you are. And then, and then there's the crossover too of, 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 because they're not just like 
they're diehard music lovers. They're not just diehard biscuit lovers or I'm into umphies right. and only or P group, you know, or whatever. Like I got to throw my Well, I'm sure the new kids the fans, right now, but, like oh, new yeah, kids well, fans probably like 98 degrees and they like Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I can't tell you how hey, many people I, are like, well, you know, I, I came because my friend asked me to. I'm more of an in-sync girl, but I'm like, and then you look down <laughs> at the crowd, you see that same person, like, raging blockhead style, you know? Like, okay, yeah, yeah sure, I'll see you at the I've bar later. Seen, Let's talk about this. I'm going to call you out. <laughs> I saw the Backstreet Boys and New Kids on the Block tour, like, five years ago here in Baltimore. I did not buy tickets. I used a laminate to get in. I refused. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Like, I was, you know, a broke artist. Not that I'm not anymore, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, like, went to experience this because that exact sentiment. My, fr- like, an old friend of mine from high school, like, creams or jeans over um, Aaron Carter. <laughs> and it was, like, the closest she was ever going to be to him. And so I was like, all right, let's go. I had just gotten off the road with the who or something. So it was really early on. Uh-huh. So I was like, you, you gotta be kidding me. And no disrespect, man. I've gotten down. I mean, I, when I was a kid, I had all the new kids dolls. I had the stage. I didn't listen to my I, fair share. Set. That was their set for the show. They're like, no, but here's the, and they showed the promo ad for it and everything. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. like oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> Totes, Totes part of my life. Like you pile me with enough alcohol and I will definitely get down to some <laughs> party to some Britney Spears. Like I love it. I love it. I don't care. But it's yeah. just like, you know, I don't know if I could be on a boat with it for five days. <laughs> Well, I mean, the cool thing was that I was able to actually get some. I was able to sleep, which is neat because you know, with the um, with the jam crew side of things, you know, you've got your work that you've got to do, but your friends and your family are the bands and the musicians and the crews, the crew themselves, and then all the fan base is what I was trying to say before. It's just that, like, you know, you you feel this this requirement of yourself to. You want to see everybody. You want to. You want to. You you want to take part in everybody else's lives and whatnot. There's just not enough time to do that and actually sleep and do your job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I well, The cool thing with the new kids jam- is there was time to sleep and do your job. I'm it sure. was excellent. I mean, it just you know. Half vacation, half work. No, but like that, like jam crew. I was on jam cruise because I was doing video for jam cam, so I was treated to the cruise. Right. In case people are like, this artist is taking cruises. I am not. Just for the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We're we're all putting putting the time in for sure. Putting in the time. Luckily, we get to go places and do that. But, like, you know, Jam Cruise is not a vacation. Jam Cruise is a way to experience being awake for six days straight. (laughs) Like, like, you're, like, you fall asleep and you get a suntan for 30 minutes and then you're like back. Oh, and, and it's it like, hurts. y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really just like, it's you really. You wake up in the hot not, tub going, there was water in here before. What happened? Yeah. Why is this hot tub so cold? What just happened? Yeah. Someone hits a button. Yeah. All right, man. So, okay. We're, we've done our 30 minutes and now you're off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I had so much fun. Love you too, buddies. Please stay safe out there and safe travels, and I'll see you hopefully soon. Well, actually, I'll be in D.C. in two days, so come on down. We'll try and work it out. I'll be – we're playing the oh, Holy theater, sh- I think. Oh, cool beans. I'll text you about it. I'll give you a call. All right. All right. Love you, bud. All Bye. Right.
Bye bye. Have fun. <laughs> Thank <Cheers>. you. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, you anytime. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Good friend Brian. He's been on the road for quite some time, as you can tell from. Each time we'll have him back later on, and we'll dish some more for you guys. Um, and that's it for us today here at Just Mess Podcast on Lions Radio Network. Thank you to everybody for listening in, and we'll be here next Thursday at noon. Until then, next week. Oh, don't forget to vote. Places definitely here in Maryland. So, the time I'm we get the situation handled. All right. Okay, vote, vote, vote. All right, peace out.